0: Hello and welcome to Concert Pipeline. That's Joe Wilson.
1: That is Lightning Stephen Jones. That's what they called it in seventh grade, Lightning Jones.
0: That's not what they called me oh, in seventh grade. Oh, no, Lightning Jones. <laughs> and and what were you calling? Right. <laughs> no, that was eighth grade. And what were you calling that's me after right. that video, Joe? That's Thanks. That's
1: right. Well, that's when you heard the reputation, of Lightning
0: Jones. Yeah, you you were laughing you were then. Sensation. You were an overnight sensation. <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you ran the 400 meters in 38
0: seconds. Right. 400 in 400 minutes. minutes. <laughs> All shows. One, one meter one meter a minute, right?
1: That's right. And I'm, old, I'm Fat am Wilson.
0: <laughs> you've I'm never fat, been Fat, fat Wilson fat, since fat McGee. since Crazy Collar. You've uh I've, I've seen those skin and bones and uh and. Yeah, there's no fat on, on that. Listen, that was that was a long
1: time ago. That was, a, that was about ten thousand burgers ago.
0: Okay. <laughs> you sound Chunks, like.
1: Chunks McGee Wilson over here is putting it on.
0: You sound like you ate them in a day.
1: Uh, I did. I actually ate skin and bones Wilson <laughs> twice, and then turned into Chunks McGee.
0: Yeah. Well, you're you're making yeah. up for it, so.
1: Yeah. I'm trying. That's what that's uh, what our listeners hear in the background. I'm on an exercise bike. For five days. Five weeks out from race day
0: to the day. Keyword trying. Try. And... <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a triathlon coming yeah. up. And yeah, we... it's
1: going to be good. And we're
0: preparing in different ways.
1: We are. You are, you are running eight miles a day. <laughs> 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 and eating on... microwave frozen pizzas. I'm eating kale salads. <laughs> uh,
0: probably about 12 and miles my, uh... today, to be honest. But. <laughs> Uh,
1: but yeah, yeah, yeah. You run. Around, I forgot. You run around your living room like
0: a lunatic. I did. Yeah, six miles around the living room this morning, and then uh, five miles around the country club, and some more on top of that. And what did you watch while you ran around for six miles? What did I? What did I watch this morning? Um, I don't. I, I don't remember. Oh no, I do. I do remember. I watched the the night before the Seth Rogen movie. Um, I've been yes. I've been on a red box binge because I've had to work all weekend, and so I've been digging deep in the, the garbage that's, <laughs> that's a, yeah how, how
1: was that that movie looks really stupid i mean
0: yeah it, it was it was fine let me put it that way it's you know i i have a scale i have a scale joe for uh for when i rent a movie from redbox is is it worth the dollar 60 and, i
1: think you need to share that scale with our listeners
0: right and and it is ca- it
1: worth, wait let's start let's start a new segment is it worth a dollar 60 is there a so, it, the is
0: there a sounder for for is it worth
1: it? <laughs> you can you can create something right right
0: is it worth it yes and so i've watched four this is
1: work you this is work you need
0: I, i'm right on that uh, yeah
1: give you something to do yeah other than other than follow us at
0: concert pipeline on and, twitter and, and uh, at Facebook.com forward slash concert pipeline pod. Yeah, that, was,
1: that wasn't smooth. That wasn't smooth at all. We, we practiced that
0: 10 times. Before. <laughs> That's all right. No. Let me get another take. Yeah. One well, more, I know but I can do it. We want to thank you, Pipeliners, for uh, following us on Twitter and on Periscope. We, we're starting to get more and more uh, Twitter and Periscope followers, Joe. I just want you to know that.
1: Yeah, I think trending, trending on Periscope, and I think that you make the Periscope message whatever at concert pipeline and that way they'll they'll find us on twitter yep and they'll they'll see all your tweets that yep. i don't think you post
0: <laughs> i don't post a lot but um, but what i do no. post is meaningful you, need, you need to get on that uh, you're the social media manager
1: i know but you got to give me the password so i can post about uh, you eating bath salts
0: i feel like that's dangerous <laughs> no 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 i think i think it would be a smash hit i I bet you do i bet you'd have a great time (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, i would have a great time yeah and so would you and so would all of our listeners
0: yes and so you're you're practicing for the try by by biking right now um i'm uh uh, practicing by drowning in a lake and uh and the reality
1: of the situation is i'll drown on race day too so yeah it's it's gonna be cold i don't
0: i don't think you're ready for how cold it's going to be like you Steven I've
1: done it I you, know exactly you did it, it in me. June it practically sucks. I mean it was May it was yeah, late it was yeah. cold and yeah it sucked it's, I'm not I'm not there are no illusions here about it I'm my strategy is don't worry about the swim time use it as a warm-up enjoy doing the best backstroke and the frog stroke until I get back to shore and then crush it on the bike and the run
0: and my strategy is don't have a stroke
1: I don't think we have to worry about you having a stroke, bro. <laughs> You're in pretty goddamn good shape. You think I think you'll be okay?
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I'm I'm my there. Cat
1: is on top of my dresser, swatting at the American flag. <laughs> Conan, I may or may not put you in the garbage disposal for this.
0: May or may not.
1: But I don't ha- I don't have one, so I guess I'm not going to. <laughs> you got nothing
0: this time, Conan. Lucky lucky cat, lucky cat. Let's talk about who we have on the podcast today, Joe. Oh yeah, about oh yeah, I forgot we have a podcast. We have a podcast here. We're doing and uh, and a band a called the Maxies. They open for Real Big Fish. Pads? The, yes, Joe, the Maxi pads. <laughs> Wasn't Maxi a
1: brand of Maxi pad?
0: Uh, I don't, I don't know that I've heard that.
1: My Is wife it? just confirmed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, said she said it's the brand you use, Steven. Oh.
0: I didn't look at the label, so I just got whatever's cheapest. Dude has no rebuttal.
1: Oh, he says. And nothing else. All right. She <laughs> didn't say that. I put wide words in her mouth. Yeah. She didn't say it was the maxis. I'm the one who said you wear maxi pads. It's good for those long runs. You can just You're... poop right into them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Right, Jackie, could a maxi pad function as a diaper? No, it wouldn't catch your poop. If, like, would it, if I just nestled it up in my butt crack instead of wearing it in- a... <laughs> Well, depends on adult diapers, I'm asking if I could have, are there, is there an absorbent and large enough maxi pad to where I can put it in the seat of my pants, so that when I'm running, I can keep running full speed and take a shit. Well, if I'm wearing compression shorts, will it stay there? No, it'll like, it'll like bind it in. Wow. It'll squish it out? Oh, oh. Will it come up the out the back, or will it go out the front? I can live with it coming out the top of my shorts and hitting whoever's behind
0: me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know where where this is going, Perfect. right?
1: Stephen Jones, while you're eating my L- dust, you'll also be eating my maxi pad
0: poop. Uh that's not going to happen. It's hard to eat your dust yeah. from in front of you. So
1: <laughs> I don't know, you're gonna manage somehow. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Unless there's dust from uh when the dust You're the one you're
1: you're the one who has to phys- physically figure out the paradox. Of eating my dust while you're somewhere in front of me.
0: Yes, I'll, I'll work on that. The, I think
1: we just—you know what? I think we do. I think we buddy swim stroke, right? You carry me for a little while, and then I will carry you for a little while.
0: Oh, good. Partner up. That sounds great. Right,
1: and then when we get back, uh, you know, I'll see you at the finish line. So
0: <laughs>
1: as, you fade, as, you, as you fade off to the distance.
0: huh. Like, Bye, Steven. I'll catch up with you later. I'll see you there. Hopefully, they don't break it down really before.
1: I love how it's a there and back. Uh-huh. distance on the try. Yeah. I can't wait for you to be like, for you to be coming back at me.
0: Yeah. That's, that, that'll <laughs> be great.
1: Shit. I'm going to be like, Oh God, the humility. Give
0: me a high five on the wave, on the, as I pass you.
1: <laughs> Listen, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm probably not going to beat you, but I'm going to give it hundred percent and I'm not going out without a fight. I've been putting in the time. I'm getting shredded. I'm losing weight. I'm down below 170, 168. one sixty I'm eating nice. Kale salads. Like you wouldn't believe I'm kale pooping every day. Little leaves of kale in my poop. I've been staying away from the good stuff. No chili cheese fries. No burgers. Well, burgers every now and again. Yeah. No chili cheese fries. No.
0: that's where you draw the line.
1: Yeah, I'm taking myself seriously for this. So that's good. Yeah, no, I just want you to know you're gonna get the best possible seven week Joe. <laughs> I always said six weeks, but it took me seven. Yeah. To start preparing, I actually think it's, I think it took me eight, but hey. Who's counting? You get the best possible eight week Joe. That I can possibly muster. and In the next five weeks, I'm going to continue to take my training regimen seriously. How
0: much training are you going to be doing over the next four days?
1: I'll be running on the beach every single day. Really? You'll see it on Strava. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. You just periscope that. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the concert pipeline right. periscope. You just...
1: Right. We'll periscope it.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. You hear that? Picking up speed.
1: That's the sound of of my kale poop flopping out of the back of my shorts and hitting you in the face.
2: (laughs) Oh, Joe. All right, all right, all right, all right.
0: Something about the Maxis. Something about the Maxis, yes. The Maxis are on the program, Joe. And they are the the greatest band in the world from Greenland.
1: Ever from Greenland. (laughs) Do they speak Greenlandian?
0: Uh, yes. What, is, what, what
1: language does Greenland speak, Stephen?
0: I don't know. We'll call it Greenlandian. That sounds. Wait,
1: but you don't know, but like we could learn, right? Let's Google it. Google it? Because I'm Viking.
0: What language?
1: <laughs> Alright, it's some sort of Norse language. That's my guess. Not Norse, but like, you know, Nordic. That's what I meant.
2: Yeah.
0: That's what you're going for. Danish. West Greenlandic.
1: They, they speak. This is Danish?
0: It's divided into four dialects South Greenlandic, West Greenlandic, East Greenlandic, and the Thule dialect. Thule
2: dialect.
0: West Greenlandic is the official language which all children learn in addition to Danish and English. Oh. Nothing the only Danish, thing that can top Danish. that is an English-danish.
1: English-Danish. Okay. okay. I, I don't know any I don't know anything you just said. Yeah. I think I speak English Danish, right? <laughs> Or is it Danish-English? I don't know. Go for it. So, So, like, Eng- English-Danish would be like this. And then Danish-English would be like this.
0: Sounds like Sweden, almost.
1: I think they sound Swedish.
0: They sound similar.
1: <laughs> Jackie's Jackie's protesting over here. What's that? Something about Danes not sounding like that? Jackie's a Dane. <laughs>
2: it's
1: quite, quite the Danish dame.
0: Ah, Yes.
1: That would be her fight name.
0: Yes, and, uh,
1: when she's slapping me around.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, and so the Maxi's opened at the Fillmore. <laughs> Steven
1: doesn't respond. He's just like, okay. Sorry. We're
0: moving forward. They opened moving at the op- uh, open the show at the Fillmore, and um, they've toured with Real Big Fish a bunch in the past, and kind of built their yes. their act around, uh, from there, and um, and put on around a. Real Big Fish. Well, I mean, from the, they kind of their act has grown. From uh, getting learning how real big fish master their craft, I guess you can say, and um, and getting a tour with such a, a great band,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: hell of
1: a thing. yeah exactly. There's so, also only like you know four bands that can draw a crowd that are ska bands.
0: Yeah, so they all kind of tour together frequently. <laughs> yeah. They've also toured with Suburban Sorry. Legends frequently, uh, who will be on next week. On the podcast
1: next week on the
0: pod suburban legends um and uh and yeah so so we're gonna hear uh let's start it off with one of their uh the songs from their set uh, at the Fillmore, and then we'll get into the interview and this is the girl with the horn-rimmed glasses joe
2: I know horn-rimmed glasses. <laughs>
0: That was the girl with the horn-rimmed glasses by the Maxis. Awesome.
1: What a great song.
0: It was great, yes. So, Joe, I wanted to talk to you a little bit (laughs) about, uh, uh, did you watch the MMA fights yesterday?
1: Did I watch the MMA fights yesterday? You did, right? Steven Jones, who are
0: you talking to? I I saw some messages going around about you rubbing shit. While you're talking about all this shit coming out of your pants, you were rubbing it in other people's faces about how you predicted who who is going to win
1: god damn right i did
0: yes so first off tell me about how you came to this prediction joe um diaz right
1: yeah his name is nate Diaz.
0: and uh, he how did you out of stockton okay so why did you predict he's a Di... affiliated fighter Is he the under was he, he became... the underdog
1: a huge underdog four to one underdog
0: and so so why did you choose him
1: so you, you want me to just talk about why i knew he was going to win
0: it was just, you Three know. reasons.
1: Yeah. Three reasons. All of them playing together to make, in my mind, a pretty clear picture of an advantage. But odds makers being what they are, hype being what it is, and people not really understanding the game of fighting. Uh lends to have these long odds. So the first thing is everybody picked conor Gregor as a favorite because he is a fan favorite. He's coming off of a huge win, a knockout win, at 145 pounds over the former champion, he took the belt off of a guy named Jose Aldo, who was a Brazilian who's only lost twice in his career, and he was 10 years undefeated, and he'd held that belt for six years. So it was pretty unbelievable that Conor McGregor came in and not only beat him, knocked him unconscious in less than 10 seconds, just absolutely smashed him with a counter punch, put him down, took his belt, embarrassed him, really. Uh, After talking a lot of shit to him, uh, Conor McGregor, Because he is that fan favorite, because he does draw in the casual fans to the point of where you, I mean, even you are talking about it, uh, people put money on him. So, the way odds makers and odds in Vegas works is that if you're a person who a lot of people put money on as a favorite, the odds become longer for the other guy. Because, right, the bookie doesn't want to pay out a ton of money. So, they have to stake the other guy's odds longer so that they can keep that money. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah.
0: So
1: Okay. So, first thing is, McGregor was had it, he was fighting at inflated odds. The odds were as long as they were because the odds makers had to take longer bets against Diaz because so many people would put money on Conor McGregor because he's a favorite. The second thing that told me that this fight was much more even than people thought it would be is that Nate Diaz has fought in the UFC for 20 fights. His record is 19 and 10, and he's lost Fighting for the title twice, and he is one of the best 155 pound fighters in the world. He's been top 10 ranked for seven or eight years, and he has a wealth of experience. Conor McGregor has four fights in the UFC. He's 19 and 2, excuse me, 19 and 3. He was 19 and 2 going into this fight, had been on a 17 fight win streak, but all the guys he fought in the UFC were kind of tailor made for his fighting style, and he He fought them all at 145 pounds, where he has an enormous size advantage. He fights against guys who are much smaller than him. He cuts weight, and he comes in and probably weighs 160, 165 pounds and just trounces guys based on the fact that he's much larger than they are. When guys fight at smaller weight, knockout power is noticeably different. Uh, So the third factor going into this fight, Nate Diaz having a wealth of experience and fighting in the UFC as long as he had, had fought at 170 pounds prior. He had four, I think, of his 20 fights in the UFC at 170 pounds. Won three of them, lost one of them, pretty bad. But Conor McGregor had never fought at 170 pounds. That was the agreed-upon fight weight. Taking on 11 days' notice from Nate Diaz, who, coming into this fight, didn't have a proper camp. Right, a training camp leading up to a fight is a critical part of what of the preparation that makes a fighter vital in the ring. So. If you have a guy like Nate Diaz who doesn't really have a, a real camp, right? He's fighting on 11 days' notice, and he's always in shape because he's a triathlete, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, which is rare in the UFC. There are nobody else trains like the Diaz brothers. Both of these guys are seasoned triathletes. They do Olympic tries for fun every other week. So oh, that's ridiculous! That's but ridiculous. Fighting shape is a little different than triathlon shape. You have a lot more sparring. You get a lot more of a rhythm while you're fighting in preparation for for that bout. So the third factor that I knew was counting against Conor McGregor that everybody had overlooked is that he was fighting up fully 25 pounds above his normal fighting weight. And a little tiny guy like that, when he blimps up to 170 pounds and doesn't have a weight cut where he has a weight advantage and he's not fighting against another guy who's gone through a weight cut, has to carry a lot more muscle mass. Now, muscle mass is a huge advantage in terms of punching power. It's a huge disadvantage as the fight goes longer because it takes more oxygen to oxygenate those muscles, and you get much tired. You get much more tired much faster. So Conor McGregor was fighting in a weight class he'd never fought at before. He was fighting against a guy who had already fought at that weight class. The odds were already artificially long because the odds makers had stacked them. Because so many people had picked Conor McGregor to win that fight because of the hype surrounding him. And at the end of the day, on top of all that, I'm a Nate Diaz fan. I've always been a Nate Diaz fan. His fighting style is... Is wonder- I love watching him fight. He's kind of a dipshit, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. The things that come out of his mouth are kind of silly. He's he's from Stockton. He's not very well educated. I respect him enormously, but he's uh, not very well spoken, um, and as a result, he's uh, he's not very well understood. A lot of people kind of judge him based on the words that come out of his mouth, the way he presents himself. He's from a you know lower income family in the middle of Stockton. So where he-, he wasn't given the same advantages in life that you and I and other people have been. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, he's a, he's a scrappy motherfucker. And I, I admire the shit out of him for <sighs> becoming a professional fighter and, uh, and really making something of himself instead of falling into the trap of gang violence and, you know, all the negativity that surrounds living in a poverty stricken situation like that. So, uh, I knew that as the fight got longer, Nate Diaz would, would uh, take it to him. His endurance is incredible. It's one of the things that he and his brother Nick are known for. Conor McGregor cracked him with some really good shots in the first round. was working his game plan just fine. Second round comes. Conor McGregor slows down, slows down, slows down. Nate Diaz is just now finding his rhythm, getting warmed up, right? Starts putting hands on him. And uh, and
0: that was it. That was all she wrote. And so, is it is it common for this uh, to, like matches like these to end in, in two rounds?
1: Uh, well, usually it's a three or five round fight. It's a main event, so it's a five round fight.
0: And and and, uh, and all in all, how 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 long does a round and a half the, last? Let me,
1: let me answer the last okay. question you asked. Sorry. You said, you know, Every round is five round five minute rounds. Okay. You asked if it's common for fights to end in the second round. What's so exciting about MMA? It's common for fights to end period lots of uh, there's lots of decision fights, but lots of boxing bouts Go the distance guys will get ahead on points and coast and they'll fight to not get hurt or to not not lose Mixed martial arts is such a dynamic sport and there's so many ways to win and everybody's so threatening uh, In any position that you can't just coast to a win case in point the title fight prior to this main event bout which wasn't a title fight it was a 145 women's championship fight. A woman named Holly Holm knocked the ever-living piss out of Ronda Rousey. Yeah,
0: I heard about that. About
1: three months ago. That was something everybody heard about. Everybody was like, oh, Ronda Rousey got knocked out. Holly Holm, the woman who knocked her out, 36 years old, multiple-time boxing champion, incredible stand-up fighter. And uh, Ronda Rousey fought her standing up and lost because she was walking forward into a counterpuncher who has incredible power, incredible accuracy, incredible speed, fought the wrong kind of fight against the wrong kind of fighter, and lost, got 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 the got knocked unconscious. The girl who fought against this woman last night, the woman who fought against the champion, her name is Misha Tate, she had three losses to Ronda Rousey. She had lost every time she fought against her. And the result was, that a lot of people thought Misha Tate was not gonna be competitive against the woman who had beaten Ronda Rousey, so convincingly in two rounds knocked her unconscious. Misha Tate was down on points, and in the fifth round with two minutes left in the fight, she took her down, she got her back, she sunk in a choke, and she choked her unconscious and took the bell. On, on a fight where she was losing on points, she won very convincingly at the end of the fight and, and walked out of the ring of champions. So those were my two picks for the fights to win. Uh, they both won the same way I thought they would. I thought Misha Tate would submit her earlier in the fight, but she didn't. It was a pretty long shot that she won because she was a serious underdog because yeah. Holly Holm was so dominant and so convincing in her win over a champion who had literally beaten everybody she'd ever fought in less than a round, and uh, not count, except for Misha Tate. they had gone to the second round, I think, is when Ronda Rousey finished Misha Tate. But what's so exciting about mixed martial arts is that anybody's on any given day, man, anybody can win a fight based on heart and strategy and uh, skill and endurance. And, um, you know, Misha Tate walked out of the ring of champion. Nate Diaz shut down a hype machine that was literally a million dollar payday. Biggest payday in MMA history was to Conor McGregor yesterday to lose. He got a a million dollars in a cut of the pay-per-view sales to take a fight on 11 days notice, two weight classes above his belt, and fight a guy who hadn't had a full training camp and lose. That's a win-win, if you ask me. I mean, it sounds it like it, humbling, yeah. Humble in defeat. And uh, he's going to come back at 145 pounds and just smash. Fools. Nate Diaz, who's fought at 155 his whole career, is probably going to try to cut down to 145, if I had to guess. And that's a great money fight because they're both shit talkers. Nate Diaz dropping down to 145 is exciting. It's going to be a tough cut for him because he's a lot bigger frame-wise than Conor McGregor, a lot longer, lankier, not as muscular, but... You know, that's not his game. He doesn't hit guys with power shots. He doesn't rip punches that just knock fool's heads off. He's very accurate and consistent. Pitter-patter is what everybody calls a style of fighting. He just taps people. But all he has to do is tap you, tap you, tap you, tap you, and suddenly you're off balance. And as he keeps tapping you, touching your chin, hitting your eye sockets, beating you around the brow, hitting you behind the ear, suddenly the volume is taking its toll, and you can't react. You can't respond fast enough because every single punch, it's like a... Like a video game you have a little power meter in a video game, right? Yeah a health bar In fighting it's much the same, you know guys get hit with little hits little hits little hits and eventually they get knocked out and all it takes is just consistent damage to put a fighter away sometimes and uh, That's what the Diaz brothers do they tip they pitter-patter and just tap guys for three four rounds and then put it on them in the fourth round they drop it into you know, if they were riding a bike, they put it in the hardest gear and just start pushing like they would for their triathlon race. And nobody can hang with that in the fourth round. It's exhausting. Uh, I don't know if you've ever shadow boxed, uh, as hilarious as that would be to see. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you looked up a YouTube video for how to shadow box and you put on a timer for three minutes and you stood in place and you threw air punches for three minutes, ducking and weaving and doing combinations, at the end of those three minutes, see how tired you are. See how out of breath you are, see how much your arms burn and your legs burn and your stomach feels contracted from bending over the waist. Do that for three minutes and it clarifies how hard training and, and competing in that sport is. Yeah. So Diaz two oh nine, baby. Stockton. what?
0: What? And this has been Joe's MMA corner.
1: I guess. Was it do- was it worth a dollar sixty?
0: It was worth a dollar seventy five, Joe.
1: Now that you've interviewed me about MMA, we
0: should talk to Maxis about music. I, I think we are uh, I think we should. Let's let's bring the Maxis on in, shall we?
3: Yeah. One, two.
0: Yes. I'm backstage at the Fillmore with Maximum Maxi from the Maxis. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing very well, thank you.
0: Very nice. Now you guys are from Greenland, as you mentioned.
3: We are from Nuke, Greenland. Nuke Greenland. Yes, the name of our new album is Nuke All. It's coming out on Rockridge. When is that coming out? August 22nd.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, so it's done. Is it in the can? Is it just, it's just just ready? It
3: is in the seal can. Yes, it is.
0: Ooh, is it a can the shape of a seal, or is it just sealed?
3: It's it's both. It's sealed and the shape of a seal.
0: Nothing to do with a musician's seal?
3: No, we would club him, though, just the same.
0: Oh, very nice. Yes. So, so how's the music scene in Greenland?
3: It is small but mighty.
0: Uh, excellent
3: Yes, well, you know, we are Greenland's biggest import and export
0: And uh, and Greenland does have a lot of imports and exports, right? That's right what we, is, are the,
3: we are the largest What is the second largest? Seal meat Nice <laughs> Hand clubbed, not
0: fed Not, not fed right. so, uh, so playing shows uh, here in the United States Tell me about how this tour has been with the yeah. the,
3: the tour has been great. Like we've been saying, it is a reversed headline where we go on first and they play last.
0: I did hear you say that.
3: Yes, well, lucky for them.
0: It is. And lucky for you as uh, well. Well, you know,
3: it's, it's, been, it's been fun. It's been nice. And Aaron has, you know, has been gracious enough to bring us on this tour, Aaron Barrett, from the uh, Real Big Fishes. And uh, it's been very wonderful being around him. But we've stressed him out
0: what 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 caused that
3: well we do a lot of antics on stage and if you notice when you see him play he's going to have bald marks in his sideburns from being pulled out
0: oh yes you don't want to stress him out well well you know, maybe
3: you do i think i can take him i'm not sure but i, I pretty much think i can take him
0: in a wrestling match in uh in, music in any match, in or...
3: any match. Okay. love making pooping you name it i'd be much better
0: i'd be interested in the pooping match I'd just, i just mean, I,
3: I challenge you now barrett <laughs> Start eating beans now, Barrett. <laughs> Get
0: ready. Lots of fiber, Barrett. Yeah.
3: Because nothing's better than seal meat for taking a big shit. Yes. But, so
0: you're you're talking about preparing for the pooping match, but if if you don't prepare, if it's just like an impromptu pooping match, would you would you still win?
3: I still think me. I think my turd will be bigger than him. Let alone not bigger than his, bigger than him.
0: That's impressive. Yes, it is it's impressive.
3: impressive. Real big shit. Up to the challenge. Yes. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> awesome. So uh, so do you guys have gone out with the real big shit. I mean. Yes, yeah. <laughs> number number of times before. And Suburban Legends, who's yes, tonight.
3: we've gone out with real bald fish many times, <laughs> and those dancing girls, the Suburban Legends, many times. So yes, they're cute women, and I'll never say no to going out with Suburban Legends because we love being with beautiful women.
0: They are quite beautiful.
3: They are indeed skinny, very skinny.
0: Yes and so tell me about this tour that's what about this tour is different than tours you guys have had in the past
3: well I mean you know now we've been around a bit more so there's more fans coming out to fuck with the real bad fish fans and it's it's been a lot of fun you know Uh, and our show has been honed in very well, so now I think it's very good so that bands like Suburban Legends and Real Big Fish can see what the real band looks like while Uh-oh. playing on stage. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been more helpful for them probably than it is for us.
0: That bar has been set now, right? Exactly.
3: Yes. It's very high. Yes. Exactly.
0: Now I hear Jay uh, throws up on stage. Sometimes. All the way, Jay. He
3: just came in the door, oh, but he I, just walked out. We would have had him in here.
0: I didn't even see. Do so you want I'm me to
3: sorry. call him in? You, you can call him oh, back hey, come in. On, come on,
0: we'll, we'll go for a walk. All the way, Jay. Come
3: here. Come here. Yes. Do shine the mm-hmm. in, okay. He is. I'll translate for you.
0: Oh, okay. You translate. He'll speak back to me,
3: and I'll translate for him. So he has a question. He doesn't speak much English.
0: Uh, all the way, Jay. de uh, <laughs> I hear you throw up a lot on stage. Do shanda bulhak. Do
2: it
3: sometimes he has to do what he has to do and it's very sexy when he is doing it,
0: it, it yes. this is true so, mm-hmm. so so what does it turn the ladies on does it get him excited oh. the ladies yeah. yes yes <laughs> you know
3: that i think yeah, that, it makes them very sexy time for him working yeah. on your english yes but yes yes yes. 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 <laughs> yes very good very good oh,
0: that's awesome well <laughs> Uh, so, so tell me about uh, what how you guys got together and.
3: You're you asking Jay or you asking, asking me?
0: Both. You can speak in uh, your native. tongue. we
3: well, we were an improv to uh, dance project. We were doing lots of uh, improv dancing, and we were known as the uh, all for one of Greenland. And uh, but then our uh, good good friend Android Maxi, he died in a terrible bobsledding accident. Oh. And so. Uh, Jay Do say See? Jay, I told I told him that talking about him.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: He know he's so stupid he doesn't know I'm talking about Jay is so dumb, ugly, he's not a good one. Yeah, yeah, I told him how good looking he was. Very good looking. Um so Jay suggested that we go back to our roots and play the power pops. And uh, from the power pops, then we become the maxis, and the red and white is uh, showing you the uh, how we are very patriotic for Greenland flag and uh yeah and that's how it happened we just came we stopped doing the uh dancing moves like uh like so and then we we do the rock and rolls
0: oh <laughs> why did the dancing move stop can you can you do both <laughs> we gotten much too fat for
3: it <laughs> <laughs> way too fat and, and old brutal honesty yeah, yes, yeah. yes yes yes
0: yes so what do you like to do when you're on tour going around to different places
3: um we like to uh drink lots of drinks what uh, you drink uh, Jameson. Uh know. he likes Jameson to share in the Vasai, hey, uh, Yes the he the yeah. was, no, forgot, so. beer? no beer. <laughs> I don't do you say hooker the same for it, prostitutes it, it's in, pretty one and the same right? yeah hooker he yes. likes hookers oh. and jameson okay, yeah hooker yeah, hooker, yeah. hooker. they very and whipping hookers yes he does that right clubbing it's fun to we're, do on tour right? we we went we were in new york we go to the zoo and they have seals there they would not let us club we Took branch off of tree. We chased around and they they throw us out of the place.
0: Didn't think it is, it's as much fun as you guys do, right?
3: They are they are no fun there. You know everyone is so high strung.
0: How about Fresno? Are they fun in Fresno? Fresno, just they're getting...
3: all on speed, so everybody's having a great time. Right? Yes. I live
0: there, so I can attest. I
3: saw six teeth when I was there. It was oh, amazing. Cumulative. The whole crowd. Cumulative.
0: I loved it. <laughs> they gathered them all together. Actually, right? They were
3: fucking fun. They were the best. It was a really good good time. It was a small club and way oversold
0: yes now i know you guys are uh, you look at yourself kind of as super villains right
3: of course we're the best super villains in the world
0: so as super villains what super powers do you have
3: (laughs) we have the powers to make the ladies crazy for us to write the best pop songs ever we are the best
0: super what other powers do you need right
3: (laughs) what more do you need yeah
0: unlike those
3: aquabats you know, right. we we don't have to wear magic underwear no. for Mormon underwear under our clothes We can do whatever the fuck we want. We can have sex with any acrobats, mothers or sisters We can drink the caffeine and booze and do as many drugs as we want
0: That's a great world to be in. That's right. So Greenland is Melting is uh, your album So
3: tell me about about that uh, about why Greenland is melting. Why yes, is it I, melting? Well, everybody knows about why it's melting. I mean, think about it. Al Gore told us all why. He it's told melting, us all. He right? made a movie about it. Exactly. So the it was the inconvenient truth. So my thought is that soon every Greenland will melt. And everybody else will be fucked, but we'll be like the new Hawaii. <laughs> yes. you know, it'll be the summer destination, Greenland.
0: Maybe you can answer a question for me. Sure. Why is Greenland icy and Iceland greeny?
3: Well, don't ever mention Iceland in my presence oh, again, those bastards. Again. <laughs> and uh, the, the folklore is that the uh, Vikings didn't want anyone to go to Iceland, so they said called it icy and, and Greenland snowy. But... The only thing good about, uh, and it's only semi-good about Iceland, is Björk. And if we could, we would keep her down in our frozen basement, and we'd put her on the maxi diet, if you know what I'm saying. Yes,
0: yes. And so, uh, why do you hate Sundays? Well, that was
3: about a girl uh, that we knew that uh, married a uh, one of the misfits. That was one of our girlfriends and uh it ruins sundays for us because of this
0: can't look at sundays the same way ever again for the same it's it's
3: horrible I, um it's you know I, every time i look at it with the chocolate syrup in the strawberries in the whipped cream it makes me crazy it does yeah.
0: it's true Excellent. And uh, uh, so, uh, tell me about Nuka Mall. Is that uh, that's, that's, that's a, our new that's album? That's a new album you said. Our and Aaron, Aaron Barrett actually produced that.
3: He did. We forced him. You uh, had him we, in a basement, and we kept him in the studios, and uh, gunpoint. And at, well, at first we did not have a gun. Uh, we only have ice picks because we're from Greenland and we're not like you crazy fucks from here in America We didn't have gun, but then Dave Irish was the engineer. He had the gun We took from him and we forced bear to stay the whole time uh, And that album comes out and we, we already talked about this on April 22nd on Rockridge music
0: Do you find that your best music comes, you know when the producers under duress like that? <laughs>
3: yes, <laughs> definitely um, You know <laughs> I could basically fart a great tune, so it really doesn't matter. So we, I guess, we really didn't need Aaron, but, but heck, you know, if, if the kids want to see the name on it, fuck, we'll we'll let them have it or that.
0: Yeah, where where did you record it?
3: We recorded it in Orange at Pot of Gold Studios, where Real Big Fish has recorded their albums many times before. Lots of other bands, Channel Three, and lots of other shitty punk bands and whatnot. But it it sounds really great. Do you know that beach is <laughs> the Pot of Gold? V- very good Very good see he's getting better mango okay. I'm, I'm mango stick, yeah. he is slow but but nice
0: hey that you yeah. know all you need in this world is to be nice
3: perfect so. Yeah.
0: so when you go, when you're going to record do you all get together or do you send tracks back and forth sometimes or well
3: I'm gonna answer your stupid question. <laughs> Um, this, this is very typical question. And very typical Of of people who interview Do us. you do, a clothed? <laughs> is do it clothed? I do I, not I do it pantsless It's half clothed <laughs> So pantsless With the mask on still <laughs> But um, Yeah I mean we, we Just like any fucking Other stupid band We come up with songs We We share them With each, with each other However You know Whatever media you can and then we come together and practice it and then we fucking record it You, you have any more stupid questions like this?
0: Uh, y- not like that.
3: Okay, perfect. No. Then, the, then maybe the interview will be interesting and people want to listen.
0: Yes. So when when you're Out fighting superheroes When you're out fighting superheroes, like uh, what superheroes are you are your, the ones you want to get rid of the most?
3: Well, uh, you know again, we're super villains and there really isn't any superheroes in this world. You know this right They're, they're okay. just, not we're just super. very we're, we're just bad people we go after every pretty much every band that we feel is mediocre and uh, You know we do our thing because we're we're
0: amazing and you wow them with your music, right? We did
3: well, we're the best band in the whole world
0: from Greenland Do, do we ever have any hopes of changing that title? What do you mean? The universe maybe the we trying we are like,
3: trying to take over the universe, but you know we, we actually heard from a woman in uh, New Mexico who is working on they're sending uh, a ship to Mars and uh she is claiming that she is sending two She is allowed to send two things up and one is a real big fish song and the other is a maxi song i think she's really fucked up putting the fish song <laughs> should have put two maxi songs she Should have.
2: I mean,
0: but hey on. we
3: may be one of the first bands ever to be played in mars
0: hey that's good the martians will love it i'm sure
3: uh, they we are from greenland they're green that's perfect
0: and then you'll be able to be the best band in the world for in the universe from Greenland. Be in the
3: universe yeah. it's true
0: exactly mm-hmm. so tell me a little bit about what you have planned for tonight
3: um tonight we are going to get uh, seriously drunk and uh you know play our songs have some have our say have our fill and then we're going to say goodbye
0: that's the best way to do it it's perfect you know
3: it's it is rock and roll and we what we do is amazing so they will be uh thrilled beyond belief i'm sure
0: i'm sure they will yes well, Maximum Maxi Jay, thank you both for taking the time today.
3: Thank you very much. Can I ask you one last question? You may. Fuck you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> that was the interview with the Maxies, the the biggest band in the yes. world from Greenland. Uh, it was it was funny because uh, at the end of the interview, uh, uh, Maximum Maxi uh, asked me, uh, "Can I ask you a question?" And uh, uh, and then I said yes, oh. and then he said, "Fuck you." dropped the mic and then left. <laughs> and apparently that was the end of the interview? And apparently that's that's a ska thing I guess because uh the uh, suburban legends did the same sort of thing I guess at the end, I think at the end of their performance. Uh, spoiler talked about fucking
1: with you. It might have been an inside
0: joke. For that. Google uh, it. I I don't know. I why, why do I have to google all this stuff? Let's just say it's a ska thing.
1: It's interesting. Well, because that's not necessarily true.
0: Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Yeah Um <laughs> Sure I guess Um I don't know Uh Real Big Fish Covered Sealoes Uh Fuck You I guess Right on Yeah in my pocket. Right
2: <laughs> Fuck you Fuck, fuck you. Sing it Right That's
0: the, that's the one <laughs> Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I I can't find it. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, well. But what I. Google Foo is weak, but that's okay. Well, I'm trying not to sound all typey typey while we're, you know, doing the potting. Yeah, they don't
1: care. Listen to me. I'm biking away.
0: Wheezing and, you know, and everything. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's right. You hear me eating the cheeseburger?
0: Yeah. It it sounds great.
1: This is a tasty burger.
0: Yeah. What What I do know, Joe, is it's time for your favorite segment. Now, you love it. Here it comes. The music news. That was awesome. That's great. Uh, so, music news stories from anti music forward slash day in rock. Got some interesting stories. Joe, when you think of music news, what is the first band that comes to mind?
1: The only band, the only rock and roll band that really rocks and rolls in this day and age, the fucking Foo Fighters.
0: Yes. Uh, I was actually thinking of a different band, but yes, there is a Foo Fighters story. Well, I
1: think of music news, I think of the only <laughs> other band that anyone gives a shit about, Slipknot.
0: <laughs> yes, I think we can start with Slipknot, sure. Oh, wait, no, wait. We, have, we have stories for every band you're about to name, by the way. I think
1: so. of the only band anyone gives a shit about, the Maxis.
0: Yeah, no. uh, I was thinking Aerosmith. Oh yeah, no Aerosmith. Yes, Aerosmith, that was the right. Answer. That's the right
1: answer. One, like
0: four bands. That was the next
1: one
0: I was gonna say. That's it. Let's start with Aerosmith. Uh, what about uh, Joe Perry? What about? Um, yeah. How do you know it's Joe Perry stern shit up? <laughs> I mean, it can only be it can only
1: be one of four guys. Right. Yeah. He's the only one anyone cares about. Uh, <laughs> He's the one worth reporting.
0: Yeah. So things have been strained between Steven Tyler and uh, his Aerosmith bandmates since ever since he decided to take a brief hiatus to pursue a solo career in country music. Ugh. Right? Like, just imagine. How would that sound, Joe? <laughs> I have not heard any of that. Uh, not... How would it sound? How
1: would country Steve Tyler sound? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to <laughs> Drive my
0: truck right
1: off a cliff. And uh, something about a hound dog.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Joe Perry has been especially vocal about Tyler's music transition, dismissing Tyler's songs and admitting he's not into them. Uh, Mid-February, Perry spoke with USA yeah, they, Today. They suck. <laughs> and you, you've heard some of them? Uh, I have not, but you should play yeah. one. I don't know that. I don't even know if they exist yet. But uh, uh, he shared that he wasn't digging uh, Tyler's country vibes. Hey, if I didn't know him when I heard the song, I'd go, it's okay. Next, he said. Uh, And so. so right, so TMZ caught up with Tyler uh, at uh, at LAX and shared Perry's comments. So they snitched, and uh, Tyler took it all in stride. And he said, "That's how they are. Uh, that's uh, why I'm doing a country record. It's all right. You know what? Jealousy runs deep in this family."
1: Does jealousy run deep in this
0: family? Uh, it, it his family meaning Aerosmith. He's saying that. Oh, right. He's saying that Joe Perry is jealous of uh, of Steven Tyler's smooth country. You
1: know, you know what they say, Steven? Jealousy. Spoken. I don't know. I don't uh, know what to say. I
0: obviously don't know what they say. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to teach me. What did they say? I don't know. I don't know. That was a great story.
1: Jealousy. That's what they
0: say. Yeah. i alone. I'm tired. Yeah. At 6 a.m. Ah, you, did, you did want to talk about Foo Fighters, right, Joe? Yeah,
1: that's all I want to talk about. Something about them breaking
0: up. Yeah, you you saw that. I sent you the video, and you had a, a nice little laugh to it, right? So, they. Well,
1: Steve, I talked about it and carried on.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's that was good, Joe. That was good. Thank
1: you, thank you.
0: Yeah. Uh, they,
1: the truth is, though, you threw a monkey. You went threw a monkey wrench into everything when you threw me that
0: video. Next. And
1: I thought to myself. You know, this is bigger than me.
0: Did you learn to fly, Joe? Did you learn to fly?
1: Yeah, I, I thought maybe if, you know, if I learned to fly, you know, then I, I could be here ever long.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> yeah, you're... Apparently I was wrong. I was wrong, so.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a tabloid story that sparked rumors in the media about the band's previously announced hiatus. Uh, it's, it seems, I mean, the long and short of it is... It sounds like the Foo Fighters are going on a little break. I mean, they, they just got back from a little break, but it sounds like they're at that point in their career where they're going to, you know, take some time on uh, together, enjoy that time, then enjoy their time separate from each other. But w- with the tabloid kind of uh, sparking these stories, they made a, a little video um, uh, about the breakup and where Dave Grohl went off and did his own solo thing and uh, and the rest of the band found a new lead singer in Nick Lachey. Um, oh, right, 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 right. Your hero. My hero, you're yes.
1: Your hero, get it, get it. There yeah, I, I,
0: I, I was waiting for it, yeah. <laughs> Joe, it's it's ever long been my hero.
1: You can't use the same title of the song I already used. You got to think
0: of something like, your own puns, goddammit. Oh, uh, I'll recycle it's good to recycle. No, think you're, think you're okay. Uh Can you name another song? Can can I name another song? Yeah, it's the I love I love putting you on the spot. I love God, it. I yeah, no, and I, I hate when you put me on the spot also, especially when it's <laughs> freaking late at night. So it's uh It,
1: it thrills me.
0: Do, it it thrills you?
1: Yeah. Oh. Hearing you think on your feet is hilarious.
0: <laughs> well, um you know, Joe this is the best of you right now. So
1: (laughs) Ah, nicely done. There you go. I'm
0: impressed. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Uh, Yeah. So uh they, they, Taylor Hawkins had said that they're on eye hiatus right now. Uh, they're on an indefinite eye hiatus, and the, uh, they were uh, taking a band uh, a break. Not because we don't love each other or don't want to make music together. Uh, they did so much in the last five or six years that they, as a band, could go in the studio tomorrow yeah, and have just as much constantly fun.
1: Constantly touring, we've heard news about the Foo Fighters literally like yeah, you know, oh, I feel like every other well, every other week. Uh,
0: yeah, well, they packed it in. I mean, they there is. Yeah, there was a lot going on in the Foo Fighter camp. that was newsworthy and great stories. The stories did not disappoint any of uh, those weeks. So, um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so they're they're just taking a break. They're not breaking up. It's fine. It, it kind of stemmed also because Dave Grohl played the Oscars and um, and all, right. of, all of that. Did you so. hear that, Blackbird? Yeah. Oh, it was it was, it was great. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, it was. It is just so great. I mean, he's he's incredible, right? He's, he
1: he is one of a kind. I mean, truly, just a fucking a monolith to rock. Yeah. A legend in his own time.
0: He's my hero, Joe.
1: You can recycle that one because it totally applies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, we can let it die. Uh uh Good. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, sure. You wanted to do a Slipknot story?
1: God, please, no.
0: <laughs> I have you covered. Corey Taylor's... Oh, God, no, please, no. Nobody cares. He... No, no.
1: Just keep... no.
0: He's reassuring fans he's no. not quitting Slipknot. He's not going to quit Slipknot, Joe.
1: Nobody gets a fuck. Let's, let's talk about somebody else. Okay. Let's think, let's think there's a future here. Right. Um, let's assume there's anyone still listening at this point.
0: Yes. Well, Guns N' Roses, how about them? We'll 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 wind up the music news okay, with Guns yeah, N' yeah, Roses. Yeah. There you go. yeah. Uh, so um, recap is that former Guns N' Roses. Final, uh, final tour. Right. Uh, Ron bubblefoot uh, Ty has wished the band well with their upcoming reunion project. Uh, he spent a lot of last year fielding questions about his status in the lineup, saying that he couldn't confirm or deny that he uh, he'd left because he's been asked to stay silent. Uh, now he's saying it was a lot of fun, it was a lot of everything, but that's life. Um, if you're having a lot of everything, you're really living it, and that's what it's about. I wish them well. I wish them all well. I do. Goddamn God damn right. And their long-term keyboardist uh, uh, has apologized publicly, uh, Chris Pittman, um, for criticizing the Reunion Project. He had posted a message online saying, this is a nostalgia tour. Please don't mention those who are uh, there the last 20 years. Oh, God, no. A money grab. F you. And then, but he later deleted that tweet. And, um, and Why so, does anyone even bother deleting tweets? I know it's like it's people screenshot that shit so fast, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. You delete it, you're it's going to be even more popular. So, because uh, you have something yeah. to hide. So we were talking. Um, what? Ta- what? Guns and Roses? <laughs> What's going on? Oh yeah, Guns and Roses. Yeah.
1: All right. So think about deleting tweets and how it's become a dumb gimmick. It has. Honestly, people they talk about deleting tweets.
0: Like it's a thing, just fuck. Yeah, it's, once it's yeah, out there.
1: Like, oh, I meant to man, I didn't mean to say that. You All
0: say right. it, you say it, it's.
1: You say it, you say it, own it. Yeah. Don't delete your tweets, you pussies.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and so, uh, yeah, he, he apologized afterwards then uh, for, for saying that, of course. Um, calling him stupid comments and saying, remember kids, don't drink and text. Blaming oh, okay. blaming his, sure. yeah, right. I know, come on. Do
1: you know that being drunk means that you're not responsible for the things
0: you say? You yeah. Oh, yeah. It takes away all responsibility. I
1: raped her, but I was drunk, so it's not
2: my fault.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, yep, I have no memory of what happened, so uh, So no worries, right? Sure. Not a big deal.
1: Not a big deal. You can't hold
0: me responsible.
1: Drunk Stephen is not the same as sober Stephen.
0: Yeah. So uh what he's really saying is, remember, kids, if you drink, you ha- you can make excuses.
1: That's right. If you're drunk, you don't have to be held accountable for your actions. Oh, it's not my fault.
0: Be like me. I was drunk. Be like <laughs> me. I'm worthless sack of shit. And not in Guns and Roses, apparently. So. <laughs> That's
1: right. In- Why well, he wasn't invited back for a reason.
0: I know. Well, I'm sure he'd- <laughs> I'm sure you'd be happy to have a piece of that paycheck. So.
1: Listen. I'd be happy to have that day, yeah. I know, right? Maybe they're hiring roadies.
0: Maybe, yeah. so can,
1: you and I can drop our families and go tour with Guns
0: N' Roses. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, uh, I don't know. That, the reliability of those shows happening would uh, cause me much that's anxiety. Right. That's <laughs>
1: right. Our meth habit would become critical very quickly. Oh, yeah. i would be like, where the fuck
0: is Axel? I want to go home. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. It's three in the morning. Can they go on yet? <laughs>
1: He's watching Ninja Turtles Part 3, bro. He can't come on stage yet. I know,
0: right? Oh, man. What an asshole. Honestly, yeah. What can you do? The secret of
1: the ooze. Yeah. That guy's a fucking butthole.
0: He's a butthole surfer. Uh,
2: no. No? No? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's our music news for today, Joe. Oh, God. Thank you. Yeah. So you're. It's over. You're, it's over. So you're taking a trip. Uh, do you want to tell the audience a little bit about your trip? No. No. Personal business. Yeah. We'll,
1: we'll keep
0: that yeah, out. My wife and I are going up the coast for a few
1: days to get away from it all.
0: It'll be nice. Taking yeah. the boy. On his first trip. So that's good. Yeah. Well, first
1: trip was coming home
0: from the hospital. Second trip will be. <laughs> yeah that's that's true so yeah, well again well uh we want to thank the maxis for being on the program today
1: oh god thank you maxis for for putting up with steven
0: <laughs> yeah and, and, his,
1: and his breath and his breath and his hair wow his hat.
0: yeah uh, anything else that they put up with
1: i don't know is <laughs> there <laughs> you tell me <laughs> I mean, he had that raging boner the whole interview but i didn't think they'd notice oh no
0: well I mean,
1: you you hide it well. No, <laughs> it's not very noticeable. <laughs> it's not very noticeable.
0: You're like, oh, that's cute. It's pretty, it's pretty minor. Uh, it's there.
1: I mean, it's there, and everyone knows it's there, but no one has to comment on it. Joe, don't
0: we don't see it. Joe, you know it's ever long. Come on.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, you know. God, I don't
0: know. <laughs> I, don't know. I win. <laughs> I win.
1: In, that's right. Roll the fucking
0: credits. All right. Yes. We're going to play this out with one more song from the Maxis show at the Fillmore. Next time on the podcast, we have Suburban Legends. After that, uh, we, have, uh, Mike, uh, what? <laughs> Mike we have Mike... What? Mike Cannelly. We have Mike Cannelly, who's uh, in Joe Satriani's band. We have some great content coming up. Um yeah, and so I get like get to hear For about that. For
1: everyone here at Concert Pipeline, that is Stephen Jones. And that's
0: Joe no Fatty Wilson. Like everybody. This is Sandy by the Maxis. I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. Down to the cheap seats, you can clap your hands, and all those people
3: on the rich seats, you go ahead and shake your fucking jewelry. <laughs> Good, perfect, it's perfect. What's
2: next? Does anybody know? Oh, this one's called, kind of, oh save me, you heard the real bad, you know it's true. <laughs>